0: What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Finding the Fantastic. Man, mental health is a journey, and that's what we talk about here at Finding the Fantastic. We don't really talk about solving problems. I'm not out here giving you epic advice on how to course correct, but I am encouraging you to start and maintain the journey of mental health and like just wellness, your overall wellness, because that's what Finding the Fantastic is. It's in the finding, not that life's fantastic, it's in the finding. And we've been covering attachment styles, okay? Avoiding attachment style, anxious attachment style, and I'm hoping that you guys have gone and taken a test. There's tons of tests out there. Uh, the attachment project's got one of my favorite tests. But you can go out there and figure out what your attachment style is. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. It just means that you've identified ways that you attach yourself in romantic relationships and family relationships and friendships and work careers. And now you can work on becoming more secure in that attachment style it's super healthy uh for my anxious attachment people out there self soothing is one of our biggest things we have to work on we've got a nervous system right and our nervous system because we're so anxious because we believe in order to be loved and not left we have to people please we have to be abundantly useful and helpful so we're constantly anxious in order to calm our nervous system we have to learn how to self-soothe and you might think to yourself colleen how in the world am i supposed to self-soothe what are you talking about suck my thumb no well maybe um so self-soothing is the concept of of distracting the inner voice in your head distracting that nervous system that fight or flight because in and of itself the fight or flight's not wrong right but it was just meant to like ward off like you know like, villains and stuff, right? Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. But somehow we've associated it to everybody in our lives. So, one of the ways I self-suit is through breathing. Breathing is like a super key. And you're going to go, oh my God, Colleen, breathing. One of those. Yes, I am. I am one of those now. When I find my mind racing, I take three intense, deep breaths. In through the nose, out through the mouth. Sometimes it don't work right away. Sometimes I take three more. And then three more. And then three more. And then three more. But the concept is each time I'm breathing, I'm focusing on the breathing and I'm trying to soothe myself versus the latter. Takes a while to get used to this. You should set up a thing on your timer. And I think I talked about this in my last podcast to like breathe. Self soothing can come through listening to music. Okay. It it, it comes with the awareness. Oh, I read this book. Sorry. Ooh, squirrel. I read this book, this book called Don't Feed the Monkey. Okay. And the monkey is the fight or flight alarm system. And our monkey, because we're so anxious all the time, thinks that thinking about it's really healthy because we're solving the problem, right? We're aware of the problem, but the reality is we're feeding the monkey every time. So our monkey becomes stronger and stronger and stronger, meaning our flight or fight anxiousness is growing and growing and growing and growing. We need to stop feeding the monkey. So 10 out of 10 recommend to read that book. It'll be incredible for you. But the journey of self-soothing is a humbling one. Journaling is great for self-soothing because literally when I journal at least and my monkey keeps going this, that, this is happening, this fear, that fear, this fear, you're going to be left. They don't think that. I write it out in the journal and I reread and I'm like, oh my gosh, Colleen, like you have way, way over dramatized. Dramatized? dramatized. Way over. You have, you were a drama queen. That's what you did. And it's not that serious, so back off, relax, sit in your soothingness. Because with your attachment style, you are learning to be secure in yourself. Even on the avoidance side, the avoidance are the ones who, they believe they're going to be abandoned, so then, because they believe they're going to be abandoned, they don't even allow anybody close enough to hurt them. They long for intimate, meaning, meaningful connections. But they don't allow anyone in, which means they never have an intimate, meaningful connection. Some avoidance, like a dismissive avoidant, they don't know even how to process their own emotions. They have no idea. So like for us anxious people, we're sitting here going, I'm happy, I'm sad, I'm mad, I'm joyful, I'm loathing, I'm fearful. The avoidant has that exact same feeling, but with no way of labeling what they're feeling. Could you imagine that? I could not, because I'm so anxious. But the avoidant, because they don't understand that emotion, the dismissive, because they don't understand that, they don't know how to empathize with others who are feeling that, and then they become self-aware that they are not worthy or good enough. So they shut down, and they recluse, and they back away, and they don't have a meaningful relationship which is so sad because as human beings, we are meant to connect. I don't care what you Halloween people out there, you October introverts say, okay? There's nothing wrong with lighting some candles, putting on a nightmare before Christmas with your pumpkins glowing by yourself and enjoying that. But ultimately, human beings are meant connection we are meant to be with other human beings or at least have somebody have a person not that you have to spend 24 7 with them in fact you shouldn't be that's codependent you should be interdependent i'm dropping entirely too much knowledge on this podcast and i need to slow down you know i really should go back to get my master's in therapy and become a therapist i just realized i was just dropping a lot all right let me circle back we're meant to have someone we're meant to have somebody we long for it okay we can be interdependent with that person so you can still watch your nightmare for christmas and game of thrones with the candles right but it's important to have someone so this is why we should dive into our attachments uh this is why we should work on the self-soothing if you guys need help with this please reach out to me i am i don't do finding the fantastic to make a lot of money because i don't make jack from this But you know what I get from this? Something that's like way more valuable than money. I get to help people. I get to be useful. Shia LaBeouf, one of my favorite comedians and actors, said that he no longer strives to be happy. Everybody strives to be happy. And that it's uh, an unachievable goal. And it's true because you can't be happy without being sad, right? But instead of striving to be happy, He strives to be useful and that just resonated with me so I strive to be useful so if you really want to talk about this if you're like I have this I need to understand it more you can do the research just like I did or message me call me email me fax me page me send a raven whatever it is I'm happy to help because at the end of the day no person's a failure who has friends that's it